Hey, what's up? Happy hump day. It is, what's today? Wednesday? Damn. It's Wednesday, May 13th. A week from today is my birthday, by the way. Just letting you know. Little 42. Can't wait. I'm Lisa Page, and this is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Before we get started, I want to tell you all about, oh my gosh, my favorite vitamins. I've been talking about these for a while now. It's been almost a year. Called Trivita. Vita 5 Vitamins. And last week, they just dropped... They're brand new apple cider vinegar gummies that taste nothing like the vinegar part. Stu swears they taste just like apple cider. I have to agree. They're fantastic. But these vitamins have been around and I've been taking them religiously ever since last summer. I get my monthly packs of personalized gummy vitamins. They have a whole kid's line. You best believe my kids are taking the melatonin. So am I. But also the multivitamin and elderberry. Um, I'm of course now totally on the apple cider vinegar gummy bandwagon. Plus I take my omegas. I got the probiotic. They're all mixed in with my special little packs that I get every single month. I love it because this is a non-committal subscription service. You can cancel at any time. You can change your order status. You can skip a couple months. You can add in or remove different vitamins. You can really customize each packet or pouch. You might not want to do the monthly subscription. You might just want a bag of vitamin C vitamins and that's totally okay. Hit up vita5.com and when you go to check out, put in LP15 for 15% off. Anything over 20 bucks, it's free shipping and you will get to the $20 only after a couple bags, I promise. So check it out, vita5.com. All right, so about this week's podcast and next week's, by the way, My friend Ava, who is one of the main makeup artists at my local Sephora here, came in on Friday. If you follow on Instagram, then you saw her. She's drop-dead gorgeous. She's also transgendered. And we'll explain how we met in the podcast. But I wanted to let you know that this is just such a great conversation. And we spoke for so long that I'm going to break this podcast up into at least two parts, maybe three parts. But I appreciate Ava coming in and really just being as open as possible with her journey into this whole new transgendered lifestyle. So here you go. This is Miss Ava and uh, myself, of course, discussing life as a transgendered person. I hope you like it. Let me give you some background. I have seen her at the Sephora for, I can't even Uh tell you how long ago. So you've kind of seen. Yes. But by the way, everybody, Ava is in the studio with me right now. Say hi. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> so I had met you. I mean, I've met you over and over again because I'm always in mm-hmm. Sephora. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so I think we started talking about you and your whole journey and everything. And I was finding myself asking you a lot of questions. And then I stopped myself because I said, oh my gosh, will you come on my podcast? And you were so open to it. Let me tell you, like I said on Friday on Instagram, Ava is like, the hottest thing going. And if you go oh. into Sephora, you will immediately know who I'm talking about, the local Sephora here in our area. Um, so whenever I've seen her in Sephora, like I always would find myself trying to find her to help me with makeup because she's always just so put together and everything about her that you see on the outside is girl. Aww, girl. Thank you. thank you. But we started talking and I'm like, you got to come on the podcast. I want to know everything. I want to know like why you have not, you don't have any hair stubble on your face. You have no, I'm looking at you. She's right. in the cutest little outfit, crop top, legit, like no arm hair, no facial hair. And sometimes, you know, you get the, you get some of the people you come across guys that like to just wear makeup. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, right. That don't want to fully be transgender. They just want to wear makeup. Right, right, right. But they don't, like, there's still stubble. So you know. Mm-hmm. If you will look at Ava, y'all, I'm going to get a picture up. You would never know yeah. that there's a, there's a part of her that 
Yeah. Is not girl. Yeah. So we started talking about, are you going to go through the whole thing? Are we going to like, is this going to be a Caitlyn Jenner thing? And right before COVID happened, we were talking about you coming on before mm-hmm. you got your boob job. Mm-hmm. But now the boob job is not happening until July. June. June. This month. It's actually next like month. Happen next next month. month. Oh right, my gosh. Right, right. So let's just go back. I want to know from the very beginning when you started feeling like, hmm, something's not right here. Do you remember playing with dolls? Do you remember gravitating more towards the girly stuff as a kid? Like tell your story. I want, because I, I want to know. And I know people that are listening want to know. I'm fascinated by the whole thing. So first off, I will say is I'm fully open to all of this. I This is why you're perfect for this podcast. Truly enjoy I love how we're discussing this, yeah. talking about everything. I am so like open and lenient about any questions. So we can go head in. And starting off as a child, it's not that I like gravitated. It was like a natural sense. At what age, do you think? As soon as I can remember. Really? So As young. soon as I can remember. I in I wasn't like resisting nor the did my parents like stop me. It was more of like they allowed it. I mean, that's amazing because you don't hear about that. It was allowed at such a young age to the point where I just lived it. I lived it from as early as I can remember to like two, three, four. I was a baby, like a toddler Jeez. knowing this. I knew this. I always thought I was a girl. And at that time as a toddler, I remember people always asking my mom, oh, I thought that was a little girl. Even as a, a toddler, I was mistaken as a girl. I was mistaken as a girl. Um, I was so little. My hair would always be a little bit longer. Uh-huh. So it was natural for people to be like, oh, no. Even when I would go outside and play um, with my girlfriends, your little girlfriend. My girlfriend. Yeah. Um, they would always ask me what my name was. Okay. And prior to Ava, it was Albert. It was Albert. Okay. So they'd be like, oh, so what are your friend's name? And then, you know, a couple of the moms would be like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. I thought you were a little girl. And what's your mom saying? My mom ate it up. She just loved start, it. She's like, a, I created a, a beautiful child. Like as of now, my yeah. mom... It's still, you know, because I don't see her as often, um, it's still, like, is astonishing to her. She still can't believe that it's actually happening. Right. But she's, it's like when you know, but it's, like, surreal. Right. It's like it's actually real. So growing up, like, as a toddler, she, like, I think she didn't think of nothing. She didn't think nothing of it. And, you know, when you're dealing with specialists, and your children, when you're younger, they say they grow out of it. Mm, it's a phase. It's a phase. Because we hear in the media, so much of the media say, this baby is four. This baby does not know. They can't even make a decision. They can't decide what sex they want. It's only three or four. And here we have you saying, I knew. knew. I, I knew. I knew. Even before the home hormone replacement therapy, which it barely hit my second year. Jeez. Barely in my second year, I've always still thought the same. Really? Yeah, I've always had more of a woman thought. And I, you know, and I, I would pick myself apart and be like, okay, maybe I'm just, you know, tripping. Right. Maybe it's because I'm just, you know, gay. Right. So going back to like when I was younger, um, growing up, when I got to a certain age, I realized it wasn't okay. And I think that's where I was mind fucked. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, can we stop? Yeah. Yeah. I was mind fucked at a certain age because my mom stopped allowing it. 
Okay. So wait, let me ask you this. Do you think because she stopped allowing it, she was influenced by people around her that were like, how can you allow your son to think he is a girl? Yes. And she was, do you think she was ashamed, embarrassed? And where's your dad in all this? Okay. So my dad left the picture when I was one years old. So Mm. I don't even remember the guy. And you have no, you're not in touch with him. I met him when I was 15 years old. That was it. That was it. Oh my God. You I have no even, brothers or sisters? I have two older brothers okay. and a younger sister. Okay, wait. It, yeah. So wait, what do your brothers think of this? And what does your sister think of this? So my sister's like go with the flow. She me and my brothers, um, it trickles down in age. Right. So it's 31, 30, and I'll be 29 this year. Okay. And uh, my sister's seven years apart. She's the youngest. So she was in the society and grown up mm-hmm. where people are more uh, at that time were more open minded. And nowadays they're super open minded. Oh, yeah. So it's it's great. Yeah. So with her, she didn't care. And do your brothers have a hard time with it? Because I'm telling y'all, when you look at Ava, you're like, dang, she's hot. She's fully a girl. Okay. So there's just so much to talk about. I mean, like, we could. This could be a three part series. Yeah. Seriously. So when it comes to my brothers, like they were kind of like, if this is what you want, right, like, we'll support they you. They were very accepting. Okay. Like, was, they're like, okay, whatever. All right, yeah. You know, going like going back to my mom, it's not that she stopped it. She stopped me being like this because I feel people were antagonizing her or right. anything. Yeah. It was more of I think she was trying to protect me. I was just gonna say, was she and that's d- all she knew. Right. She wanted to look out for you. Kids are mean. She, There's bullies. She wasn't I'm not gonna say she wasn't raised, but she knew all she knew mm-hmm. because of what she was taught. And that was a different time too. That was you're twenty nine. We're talking fifteen years ago. She, and she was younger, you know, right. she knew no better but mm-hmm. to protect her baby. Mm-hmm. I was her baby. Mm-hmm. I was mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was it for her. So she did, and she would tell me, she was like, you don't want to do that. Do I agree with how she would go about it? Absolutely not. Right. It was very hurtful. Did she get into it a few times with you? Yeah, she did. And I'm open about all of it. I know. I love that you're, this is why I needed to have you on because I love that you're like, guard down. I'm an open book. I think it's important for people to hear this side. This is not talked about. And when it is talked about, I feel like there's a lot of negativity. This is what I'm going to say right now. And this is what I realized. I believe my purpose here in life was to be that voice for others. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel it's going to start after me. I feel like I am the one who is going to set the pay way for others. Mm -hmm. Like, I truly feel like I have to one that put I have to be the one to put myself out there to discuss all of this in a community like mine. It's not just a general like, oh, I started wearing makeup, you know, because I was always into it or things like that. It's very deep. It goes very deep. I even grew up in one of the most troubled neighborhoods. So I dealt with a lot as a child. Like, right. I fought a lot. I did a lot. Like I lived a guy life. Right. You would kill it on stage as like a motivational speaker for transgendered people. With me, I feel so comfortable. Like this is just so But that's so great because you're so willing to go there. It's still not easy. Right. I'm sure it's not. It's still like a... Are there ever times where you're like, oh, I feel that person staring at me? All what are they going to say? the time. But like that's judgy people or? That's because I grew up insecure. Mm-hmm. I grew up insecure because then again, going back to childhood, you know, having to almost, and I hate saying this, but I tell people when I explain this, it's like I would, I created the hugest liar. I was like CIA liar, like because I created this alter ego Mm -hmm. to cover up who I really was to get past life. 
Right, right, right. Like just to be accepted. Just to be accepted. And get through the day. Yeah, anatomy wise, it was working. Oh my god. But when it got to this when it got to me, what I like to do, I never got to experience who Ava was because at a certain age, mm-hmm. as a child, I put her in the closet. I wasn't in the closet. I put her in the closet and I had to become this other person. I can't imagine living a life like that's not truly or genuinely or authentically me when I know something else is going on. Up until the point where your mom was like, just be you, be you, be you. That's great. How long did it last between you and your mom where she was like, you got to just calm down. Just play with the little boys. Let me buy you a baseball outfit. Like how long did that last before she was like, okay, I I get it. I love you. You're my child. As a parent, you love your kids unconditionally. Okay. So she was a little rough. She was for how many years? Like at what age? My mom always been rough. Your mom's always been rough. She's always been rough, rough, tough, Mm -hmm. rough, tough, and you know, because are you Hispanic? What's your so my mother is Native American, okay, Irish, German, and my father's Hispanic, okay, because I do see the Hispanic, but you're like model level, oh, pretty Hispanic. It's a mixture, yeah. But um, it got let's see, um, I started school, she was very nurturing, okay. So when you're in school, you're in a public school, right? I was fine up to second or third grade when things started changing. When you're in school, second, third grade, kindergarten, first, second, are you dressing like a boy? Are you playing with the boys? Was, you're going by Albert. I was going by Albert. Okay. I was playing with whoever. Okay. I think I remember playing with whoever, but I always gravitated that to the gravitation girls. toward the girls. Yeah. I always wanted to play with the girls. Right. And play cheerleader yep. and play with the dolls. And and because I looked like a girl, I thought I was a real girl. I mean, you I wasn't like... Oh my God! I why am I in this body until I got into a certain age? Right, like what middle school? 10, 12, no, 13? No, no. I was. I think it started third, third, third grade started happening because that's where the bullying started coming in. This scares me. And that's where my mom started being like, "You ready? It's gonna get rough." Yeah. So I remember having a f- friends, and I remember the in around third grade, these girls they. They were like my best friends. I will always remember this day. I always picture. We were outside. They turned they turn their back and uh, they turned to me and they go, so we decided we don't want to be your friend anymore. We don't want to be your friend anymore because we're tired of you getting made fun of. We feel bad because you're getting made fun of because you always hang out with us. It was the most devastating thing in my life. I cried. And you you remember that exact moment. I remember that exact moment. Oh. I remember I remember them. They were like my best. They were my <gasps> best friends. They were your, that that was your squad. Your playground squad. I remember us going to the playground and me just expressing how I can't wear to wear can't wait to wear heels oh. and I can't wear you know because yeah. at that point I knew I wasn't right. right. I knew I'm not going to say I wasn't right, but I knew it wasn't right. For you, yeah. And I always knew, I didn't know this exact way to put it, but as a child, I knew that in society it wasn't right. It wasn't normal. Yeah, like it's not accepted. It's like for a while, like the things that I think about now as an adult, it's like I knew those things, but in a different way as Mm -hmm. a child. It's so weird how I knew all of it. Well, it was instinctive for you. It was like, this ain't right. I know this ain't right. And so I would, I expressed those things to my friends and they ran back and told other people that were friends with my brothers. And then my brothers come home and tell my mom and I'm like, here it goes. I was like devastated. And then slowly, like I would let my hair grow out. I always wear like tighter clothes Mm -hmm. and my mom, 
she I remember one time like my brothers and them were making fun of me and and like she would take up for me a lot. She did. I'm always my mom would always fight my battles she for always me with my ba- brothers. Even mm-hmm. though I would fight back with them. Right. I was rough with them. Right. But she would always be like, Leave them alone, leave mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But then instead of like I don't want to say coddling me, it was more of like I'm gonna say tough loving, I would right, say. Right, yeah. She would be like, you know, that you know, it's what are you what are you wearing? Like you, they're making fun of you. You're not a fucking girl. You want to be a fucking girl? Is like it was bad. How did that make you feel? Uh, at the time, I was mm. just like the one person that mm. I trusted the most in life betrayed me. Right. It was bad. Ugh. So, as a as a elementary school, I've always I've always experienced trust issues. Going way back. Going. It started from a child. Like going way back. Like remembering my mom being the main one that I that nurtured me, that was always there for me, then turned her back on me. Mm. Ever since then, I felt I was in the world alone. Mm. And that's why I've become so strong, more strong than a lot of people. I've ventured down like wrong paths in my life, but at the same time, my mindset has always been like, okay, if I'm going to get this done, I need to get it done myself. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Okay, so fast forward a little bit. Now you're like a teenager. So fast uh, elementary school. You get through elementary school. Middle school is where it got tough. That's where the big dog of the liar came in. Like I hate to say it, but that's the truth. Like that's where I was a hardcore like hanging out with like um, the most. Like I was a popular kid. Right. I've always been really popular. So at this point you're in... Middle school, right? I'm in middle school. Are you dressing like a guy? Straight, like I've okay. So in elementary school, I always dress as a guy, but my clothes are really tight, right? Like I just was always so feminine, right, right, right. And then when middle school came, I knew that it was going to get tough. So like anxiety off the wall. Mm, like, like you had to prepare yourself. Okay. I had to prepare. I was Ugh. every time I would wake up to go to school, Ugh. I was sick to my stomach. No. Like talk about vomit. I wanted oh, to vomit everywhere. So going to school, like I gravitated back to like the guys that were in my elementary school that would try to bully me. I fought a lot. So nobody messed with me. Dude, you're like, I'm a little bit loud. What's up? Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I, you had, hold your I had, you had to. to, you know, and I had two older brothers. So I, I learned how to defend myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I hated the fact that I had to hit someone. That's I awful. hated the fact, like it hurt me so much. Like I would fight somebody, even if I won, which I did, I would always get back up and be like, I feel so bad for you. You have that empathetic side. I feel so bad. I don't want to hit you. Just leave me alone. Where is this all happening? These yeah, people recess. are, are they're, they're bullying you at recess? I remember there would be girls that I was dating in middle school and the guys hated me. Probably because one, they're like, something's not right with that guy. And two, he's getting all the cute girls. Uh-huh. I was always so well-groomed, always had a haircut. My brothers were very well put together too. Yeah. So they never took it as I was like a little too manicured. Right, right, they right. They were just like, oh, his brothers, you know. They're 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 in a couple grades older than him. They were stupid popular, stupid, stu- super stupid attractive. Um, so it was just like the three brothers, right? Three brothers in the high school, or three brothers in the middle school. And so I still fought in middle school, and I was very like boy tomboyish. I didn't involve myself in any sports, right? But I did involve myself into like like the bad stuff, like skipping school mm. and like the disobedient things. Because I, now at you're at this point, you're probably rebelling. And I became very wild. 
like how wild i was in the streets like uh-uh. i was running around no i was wild i grew a very wild life at a young age because i knew what it i knew how it was like in elementary school right but then when i got the freedom in middle school mm-hmm. starting to hang out with a couple of the like a lot of the guys from my elementary school and then going into a whole different group of people and then a lot of the girls were wild so i just went wild you were a wild child i was wild OMG. How old are you at this point when you're getting wild? I was like 12, 13. All right. So what's happening after school? You're still hanging with the wrong people? Well, I would say that's when my my mom pretty much started giving up on us. Because your mom's like lost cause. Yeah. She's like, oh, well. He's not going to listen to me. She only knew what she knew. Mm -hmm. So she let us run wild. And so after that, I was just doing what I want. One thing I do remember about my mother is she never allowed me to stay at anyone's house. Until I was like in ninth grade. And you respected this role and did not stay over people's houses? Yeah, I stayed home. You did? Because so you just go out and, ha- and whatever. You do At that point, d- you know, I was in middle school. I was still like, there were still people trying to bully me. But that's when I was really getting into grown fights. Like it was more becoming more grown cafeteria fights. Right. It was so the guys never really messed with me any of that. But they would talk mess about me behind my back, of course. That's awful. But then going into high school, I dropped out at a certain age. Yeah. So you dropped out of high school? I dropped out of high school. And when I dropped out of high school... Now, where's the relationship with your mom at that point? Are you talking to her? Are you living at home? we talk. um, It would start becoming more of a friendship. At this point, did you just go to your mom and say, I can't do this anymore. This is who I am. I cannot keep getting in fights every day. There's no... You were just like, I'm done? I never talked about that to anyone. Really? Never talked about being bullied or anything. Never. I don't know why. But we're talking about it right now? Looking back at it, I never talked about someone. I always was like, that's not tough of me. I was always real tough. Like, real tough. You fuck with me, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was always so tough. And I created that wall to not allow. I didn't think emotions were okay. Mm -hmm. So I didn't allow things out that I felt could make me look like a pussy. Well, right, because that makes sense. You didn't As a talk, child. You didn't want to talk about it at home. You couldn't talk it about talk about it at school. At that point, you're probably so young. You're not thinking to yourself, I need to go to therapy. And who's going to pay for my therapy? Mm-hmm. Is my insurance going to... No. I'm 17. I never would have thought about that. So you... Got, okay, so you dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. Now, in high school, are you still... Like you're... Still Albert. Still You're Albert, but dressed. are you gay, Albert? Uh, I, in oh, in ninth grade, my segue to coming out as gay mm-hmm. was bisexual. Okay, so we talk. This is the point where Ava and I started talking about this. Yes, in the lip gloss section, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and and she's telling me all this. Like, I, I I just save it, save it for the podcast. Bisexual, gay. Now yeah, we're a girl, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we like. Guys. Okay. So you're in. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. Kind of like a safeguard. Yeah. I'm not outing anybody. I'm not saying my story is similar, but someone living it, I would say, um, I think it's hard in general because it's going to start getting confusing, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to say this right now. I think it's hard for a lot of people in the LGBT community, especially as gay and bisexual, to come out as who they really are. Mm -hmm. My knowing because my first segue into coming out was gay, was bisexual. bisexual. I was never even into girls. Never in my life. Never even slept with a girl. Nothing. Nothing. You just Kissed no a girl, interest. Hugged a girl. No interest. No interest. And I just did it because it was a way to fit in. Right. And I had some of the prettiest girlfriends. So right. I was like, whatever. Right. And so after that, I think like a year later, I was like in 10th grade, 11th grade, I came out just as gay. Mm-hmm. Just as gay. You're like, this is simple this and is easy. It. This is, g- I'm gay. So as I left, my gay life, I started exp- 
I started being comfortable and confident. Like once I told my mom, she cried. Mm-hmm. She knew it, but she mm-hmm. cried. Mm-hmm. I think as a as a parent, I think I would cry if, if my son came to me and said, I'm gay. I would love him still. They And I would support him. But I mean, he's my child. As a parent, you're I like, want to my- say to back you up yeah. as somebody living in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. It's OK for a parent to feel like that. Yeah. Because you only feel that way because of what you were known, mm-hmm. what you know, what mm-hmm. you were raised to know. Right. Not only that, but some people could possibly, you know, feel terrified for that your child's health or safety. Exactly. Safety. That's a big thing there Mm -hmm. too. But with me, like, even though she knew my oldest brother was stupid nosy. I remember on Facebook, so many guys would try talking to me. There was even a guy from high school that tried talking to me. He's like super like famous now. But even in my high school days, like they would always talk about him being gay and this and that. And lo behold he was always trying to talk to me and I was like um (laughs) no and then I just kind of kept it on Facebook well I got connected with this one no it was MySpace oh remember back in yeah that was in the early 2000s yes MySpace yes so on MySpace um I was talking to him or whatever and it ended up gotten to the point where we exchanged numbers instantly he would he was a drawer Mm -hmm. he drew art Mm -hmm. so he created this drawing of my name mm-hmm. my first and last name mm-hmm. and he would he sent me pictures of him to my home he sent me letters and my brother found everything and he read everything so your brother is now and like, i'm not even out even uh, as bi at this time wait but did your do you did your brothers had to know right my brother was like look, look did look. he really think that you like your brothers had to have known something, right? My brothers, they knew. They, they knew, knew but they didn't, maybe they didn't want to admit it or they didn't want to confront you. They didn't want to get your mom upset, but they knew. But now now it's like confirmation. Oh, my gosh. My little brother yeah, yeah is gay. Yeah, yeah. So they held that in. Right. And then so one day, I, oh, this is juicy. So one day, there was a guy that used to go to that same high school as me. He was in the same grade as my brothers, which was two to you know grades above me. right well I used to hang out with older kids and one of the older girlfriends that I had she was a good friend of mine mm-hmm. she was like hey so and so you know likes you and this and that just talk to him he's gay and he was already out at that point because he moved to a different school so he was comfortable being right open. yeah and so I spoke to him and him and my brothers they knew each other he they would call me and I, I would answer out and me I was so daring and courageous <laughs> It would be on my mother's cell phone. At Shut the point, up. I didn't even have a cell phone right. here and there. I got one at some point. But yeah. Like you didn't have a paper I was like the, the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the kitchen talking to him on the phone and she was like cooking, cutting some food up. She happens to look over at me and she's like, she gets, she's like side-eyeing me. She's like, who is that? I got off the phone with him and she's like, who is that? And I was like, oh, my friend. She was like, a guy or a girl? I was like, a guy. She was like, why were you talking to him as if you were talking to Anna, which Anna was my best friend from middle school, which was my girlfriend at first, but became my best friend. Right. And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, she turned real red in the face. I was like, mom, I'm bye. <gasps> Just, Just like out that. in nowhere. <gasps> and she was like, what? And she just... She got really emotional. I can tell she was becoming an emotional wreck. So she went into the living room and she was just crying. And I started crying. And she was like, why didn't you just tell me? Mm. I was like, because I didn't think you would love me the same. Oh, that makes me sad. Mm -hmm. It was real life. I remember 
everything. Oh my gosh, that is making me like it's giving me goosebumps. Yeah, it was it was that 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 turning point in my life that I went from hiding to almost pulling a little bit out of me. Like looking back, I pulled just a little just enough out at that time to feel like I was fully out. Well, you know what though? <laughs> I really don't think that it was any coincidence that like you happened to be in that room with your mom at the time talking. Oh, everything happens for right. a reason. Like you were obviously weren't you 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 were not what's the word I'm looking for? You were not conscious of how you were speaking. You were just speaking because you felt comfortable talking to the the, the, guy. the guy on the other end and your mom uh-huh. just happened to hear. She was like And that was that mother that motherly intuition that's like something she Yeah, like something's he's not like, right. Yeah, he's looking a little excited. Like uh-huh, he looks happy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that was the moment you were like, Mom, I'm I'm by. I'm by. So then she has her moment. She has her moment. At this moment, she's probably thinking, okay, well, it's confirmed. What do you say to people or parents that are going through this or experiencing this with their child? If you do feel that this is something that your child is experiencing now, experiencing now at a young age and you can catch on into and recognize, please go through with trying to figure out what it is. Right. Because if you do not, or if you do, and it's something that you do not like, you're only going to hinder and hurt that child's future. Gather your resources, of course, mm-hmm. you know, speak to a professional. Right. And you got to be careful what professional you speak to. Right. Because it could be someone who's anti- Right. Again, you know, against all of it. So they're going to be like, that's not okay. You know, this and that. But find someone who's in the community that knows more generally about how the mind and brain works. Especially at that age. Yes, yes. And they can figure out at that point, you know, and it's not guiding your child. So I don't want people to think like, don't guide your child. You're not guiding if you're allowing them to just be themselves. Mm -hmm. It's more of accepting. Mm -hmm. And you accept your child. Mm -hmm. And... You just have to allow them to pursue that side of them Mm -hmm. to even know. Because I've heard of stories where kids were allowed to be a certain way, you know, how they want it, Mm -hmm. and then they just grow out of it. You know, kids. Because it could be just a phase. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are kids. That's why nowadays they don't, well, not nowadays, but they don't allow kids to start hormone replacement therapy until a certain age, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes a child doesn't know yet. No, you're right. No, you're. If yeah. this is something I do, I can say that it also depends on what their experience is, is as a child, what they experience in school. Some kids aren't strong enough. So, of course, they're going to be like, no, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But if they know that they have the support at home and if you talk to your child about emotion and how to handle it and how to deal with it, then I feel your child will be who they are regardless. And that's a big thing, too, is instilling that point of communicating please mm-hmm. just tell me please anything that's on you like I will not judge I just I'm here to listen I want to hear you don't push me away I really want to hear what you're thinking and a lot of parents think oh no I'm just protecting them no that's your selfish wants mm-hmm. and you're not protecting this child because if you think about it you're preventing this child from this age to that age to really be who they are mm-hmm. when they leave your household they're going to go into that person they always wanted to be and that's going to be too late for them and you pretty much fuck their mm-hmm. life up Mm-hmm. don't do that like life is life science is science it's gonna happen mm-hmm. regardless it is what it is mm-hmm. you're dealt with the card you know yeah that you're given that is because i can say deep. like not a lot of people are not a lot of people have are are strong enough and it's not easy i can't this imagine world isn't easy. i can't imagine okay let's put it like this even as a teenager um even in high school even when i would have no hair ball fade you know people would still think that sometimes I was a lesbian. Right. Just a really like... I can say I have been quite fortunate. Uh And like my brothers like to say, like, you're blessed. 
You're blessed to be who you are, where you are, and how you're living. I can say that does help. So if you if you are a parent, please seek that help out now mm-hmm. as a child, mm-hmm. not wait until they're older, because you're going to run into a lot of people having the insecurity issues of not being who they are, you know, physically. And me starting at 27 years old, like I can say I'm quite blessed to be where I wait am. Wait a minute. So did you... Okay, so let's get into this now, because... Okay. We talked briefly in the middle of Sephora about hormone replacement mm-hmm. and the teas, the drinkings of the tea, yes. right? Okay. 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 So, but you're all, so you only started the hormones two years ago? Two years. Okay. But literally this February 18th was two years. So what took you so long to start that? So as time went on in life, um, gay wasn't doing it for me no more. You just were like, done. Done, I'm done. That person came out the closet, but that's not all that's in the closet. Ava's in the closet. Ava's in there, bring her out. Ava's fighting to come out. Bring that girl out. Bring it out. Bring out the the crop tops. So I remember... (laughs) Skinny jeans. Bring it out. Bring it out. Okay. So I remember still having that desire at 18 years old, like, oh my God, like I would... It started... Okay. This is where it gets deep. But wait, before we go there, as Albert, right? Uh-huh. And you're gay. Uh-huh. Are you actively dating guys? Yeah. I and was dating guys. I was in relationships. Okay, but while you're dating other guys, are these guys more on the masculine side? Are they more feminine? Are they like... Are they you were a- total masculine dudes. Okay, like, so they're not like, um, I need to know about the moisturizer to use no, tonight and I need to know... they were straight. Yeah, my first relationship... Okay, this is... I can say this now because I'm older. He was 18 and I was 15. Okay. This was the first guy I ever dated. It was granted a, mm-hmm. a, a couple of months. Yeah. But I was young. Uh-huh. He was a porn star. How'd you meet this person? I met him out at like a teen night in Dallas. Oh they my had gosh. at one of the clubs that I still currently kind of go to. Whole, oh my gosh. <laughs> so you meet this person. I meet this person. Dude, does he say straight up, I'm 18. How old are you? No, like but we're all talking, having a good time. I wasn't even interested in him. I was interested in his friend. Oh my God. My friend was interested in him. And right. I was interested in that guy's friend. Well, he the whole time was trying to talk to me and I paid no mind. You're, I don't no care. Attention. You're like, I don't care about you. Yeah, I didn't care. Eventually, like, I was like, oh, okay. Believe me, I went, learning as a younger person, I went through betrayal. I was backstabbing. I did very bad things. I learned my lesson at a young adult. Like you knew. I wasn't a good friend mm. then. I wasn't. Mm. I knew how much he liked that person and I still snuck behind his back and was with that guy. So I've been a bad person. I have. So that's why I can sit here today and be like, you know what? I'm fine talking about it. I love that you just own it because, yeah. Do you feel a sense of... It's like a sense of relief. Right. Like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because this is who I am and I'm just letting it all out. This is who I am. This is what I did. I recognize I I didn't make the smartest decisions. I didn't. And it's a part of therapy because it's, you know, it helps. But this is something too that I think is so great with your story is that you have been going to therapy. You st- so you started the hormones after so you're like gay, gay ain't me. I gotta be. Gay I wanna be. I wanna be a girl. I, it started to come back that I wanted to be like she's there. Like oh my god, I started wanting motherhood. Mm-hmm. That's where it really started to hit. hit Do you always home feel like I wanted to be able to carry my own baby? Right, and this is another part of our conversation in the lip gloss section at Sephora. <laughs> like she wants a baby. Okay, so now at this point you're you're thinking I gotta start doing hormone therapy. I want to look the part. I was scared at that point. Really? I didn't want to do it. I was like, the only way that I would ever transition or ever do something like that was if I could carry my own child. And that would never happen. So I slapped it in the back of my head still and just moved on with my gay little life. Mm -hmm. You know, 
at that point, I still had a lot of my insecurities. That's where I really got into fitness, and I became a really buff guy, like, mm-hmm. built. Mm-hmm. I had, like, through my young 20, 20 years of, like, 20 to 24, like, 21, I started becoming really into fitness. And then, like, 25, 26 hit again, um, and it started to hit me again because I went vegan. And I believe because I went vegan, I stopped getting a lot of testosterone because mm-hmm. I wasn't eating the any, meats, like, meats yeah. and stuff. So, like, the thoughts started to come back about, like, children and me being a woman and me actually not living my life the way I want. Me not being happy that I can't get dressed the way I want to get dressed Mm. going out. Me not being able to do all these things. So, I had a long walk in the park with myself mentally. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, do you want to be that bitch that has to wait till they're 47 years old or 50 years old trying to do this? Or do you want to do it now while you still have a fighting chance? Mm -hmm. I said, bitch, you won't have no kids Mm -hmm. by your own. You're not going to be able to carry a child unless, you know, nowadays they have where you can get a uterus transplant. So, you know, there's hope there. But at that point, I realized, you know what? It's not about the child no more. It's not about me carrying a child. It's more about the fact of me living my life. Yeah. You're all, as Oprah would say, your authentic self. My authentic self. Yes. So I literally was alone, did this alone. I started to do so much research. Um, I remember starting, I became vegan like in June. It was like June 28th. I became vegan. I love that, that you know year. the exact date. I know the exact date. I love it. It was June 28th of 2017. Okay. And that's when it, later on that year, around November, it started to hit me. I started letting all my hair grow out. And like, well, since then, I like when July hit, I was like, I'm going to let my hair grow out because at that point I had like a top knot, but mm-hmm. the sides were shaved. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, if I'm going to have all my hair, I'm just going to have it all. Right. So I started letting my hair grow. I became vegan. I started losing a lot of weight naturally. Now, at this point, you're still shaving and stuff, right? I'm still shaving. You've got this. Sh- okay. I'm still shaving my face. I'm still living, you know, as Albert. Uh-huh. Then I decide this. But in is the back I'm- of your head, you're like, Ava's, I'm prepping for Ava. I'm this prepping. is like. So then this is where I really started prepping. Uh-huh. I did a lot of research. Okay. I did a lot of research on like testosterone and estrogen. Mm-hmm. I started um, doing herbal teas mm-hmm. to lower my testosterone and raise my estrogen naturally. Okay. And I know that it's only effective so much. Mm-hmm. So it's like I stayed consistent. I stayed vegan. I made sure I ate things that raised my estrogen. I, I was a nut. When you were came. into it. I You're was in. so into it. Yeah. I lost so much weight. I was so thin. When January rolled around, people were still at Sephora confusing me as a girl. Like they were still, yeah, I had got so thin that my natural body shape, like face structure mm-hmm. and all that, people were still like, ma'am, can you help me? And it, yeah. But were you like, that's the greatest compliment of yeah, my life? Yeah, I, I was eating it up. I know. I mean, there's literally, I can't even remember, I can't remember a time that I've seen you and I've seen you over the last few years because you've been at Sephora for a long time now. I can't remember the last time, I, I don't even think there was a time where I came in and I did not think for five seconds that you weren't a girl. It's been, yeah, it's been some time. Like even people that come there um, that haven't seen me in a while, they're like, like, when I first started, they'd be like, what's going on? Like, you look so different. You look good, but you just look different. Yeah. Things were changing from the weight loss to the herbal supplement. And are you still working out? Still working out. Okay. I'm still doing my thing. And then that's when I get into it. I'm like, no more arm lifting. Right. No more upper body strength, all lower body. Let's run. Let's get it going. Yep. Let's do what I need to do. Like my natural form, my parents naturally were always super tiny, super mm-hmm. small built. My dad is like 5'3", mm-hmm. super small. 
super small. You're thin. I'm thin. And looking at your arms, you are just overall so small. It was like you were built to be a woman. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) Okay. So So that happened. And that's when I started getting seeking help. So there you go. That is part one with my friend Ava. I'm just so appreciative that she came on and was so willing to talk about it all. I just find it all so fascinating. And so next week I will play you part two. I don't even know. We might have a part three. We really did have a deep conversation. She was here for a couple hours. So come back next week for part two. Thank you so much for listening to the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. As always, if you like it, I hope that you've already subscribed and you're sharing with all your friends and you're reviewing it. Um, Before we wrap up, let me get into, well, you know what? I was going to do a song of the week, but I'm mad at myself. I forgot to ask Ava what song she was into. So maybe I shouldn't even do a song of the week because this is really all about her. I'll have to text her and tell her to think about it. And then next week we'll come back with a song, but I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Stay safe. And we will chat either tonight on my radio show, Pop Crush Nights, or right back here next week for the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Bye.